what it is, what it is, what it is, everybody. It is me, it is me, BDB, back for yet another episode of the Ultimate You Podcast. My name is still Brandon BDB Bender, and I hope that your week and weekend have been great and terrific. All right, y'all, we are back with yet another episode. So before we get into it, of course, we want to thank all the new time listeners. If it's your first time jamming the Ultimate You Podcast, I want to say welcome. And if it's your second time and above, I want to welcome you back to the Ultimate You Podcast. Hope that y'all are staying hydrated in this hot weather out here, if you are here in the South, at least. So uh, we gotta, now I gotta, I gotta give me some more water. I'm just realizing that I'm on my last, I'm on my last gallon of water. Now I, I gotta go to the store this week. I gotta give me some more water. I, I looked around. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm kind of running a little bit low. I need to, I need to re up on it. I gotta stay gritty on the water. Gotta stay gritty on the water. But um. Uh, Speaking of gritty, that's what we're going to talk about today. But of course, uh, let me go ahead and give props to all the people out there, all in the USA, Jamming Ultimate U Podcast, all the states, California, Florida, Texas, um, New Mexico, um, did I say New York? I don't know. But yeah, all the states out there, that's Jamming Ultimate U Podcast. I much appreciate it. Everyone outside the country, Jamming Ultimate U Podcast, I appreciate you as well. So I'm going to go ahead and get into it. Yes, we're talking about being gritty, okay? Well, we're going to talk about refueling your grit. Refueling your grit. And I'm just going to be real with y'all. We're going to get right into it, but uh, I'm feeling a certain type of way. A little uh, bit of a different type of energy in this episode, okay? Uh, but the two words I'm going to give you that I'm going to be coming from, like as far as my approach in this episode, I'm going to approach you with some gritty love. Yeah, I'm going to give you some gritty love today. We're going to be gritty a little bit, but we're going to show you with love at the same time. Or I'll maybe maybe some of y'all might think it won't be gritty, but uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to have some uh, gritty conversation today, and then we might even continue after this episode. I don't know. We'll see. But without further ado, as always, we're going to go ahead and do the do so you guys can go ahead and get enlightened and get situated and get a pen and a pad and take notes if you choose to. And if you are driving, if you're cleaning your house, or walking, jogging on a treadmill at the gym, thank you for allowing me to be a small part of your day. So, let's go ahead and catch that green light, and let's get it. Let's go. Some of you listening, I'm willing to bet that when you were younger, you enjoyed playing in the dirt. You enjoyed playing in the dirt, whether if you were by yourself or if you had a your next door neighbor friend playing in the dirt with you or if you went to the community park, wherever you went. I'm willing to bet the farm that there are some of you listening that when you were younger, I'm saying single digit age, when you're a single digit age under the age of 10, Maybe perhaps older than 10. I don't know. But you enjoyed playing in the dirt because during those days, you weren't thinking about the cares of the world. You weren't thinking about bills. You weren't thinking about relationships. 
You would just think about being a kid and just being in that moment and owning the moment and then playing in the dirt or whatever, whatever uh, playground that you played in. Maybe it wasn't dirt in particular, but in essence, you enjoyed being a kid. But if I'm talking about dirt specifically. It's like a kid took pride in wearing dirt on their skin, and obviously they would go in and. Mama would help them wash up or daddy would help them wash up or maybe the mommy or daddy made them go into the bath and wash themselves up so they can get prepped for dinner. But then as time rolled along, as those ages started to get higher and higher, as we got into the teens and as we got into early adulthood. Somewhere along the way, we said, you know what, it was cool playing in the dirt, but I'm I'm past that phase right now. I got I to gotta prepare for the real world. Well, I got news for you. Even though we have been people that have played in the dirt when we were young, if that was us, the dirt, the dirt doesn't go away. It just changes form. So when you reach your teen years or even your early adulthood years, that's when you really get a lot of glimpses, not just little, but you get a lot of glimpses of other forms of dirt, other types of dirt that are just smothered and pushed into your face each and every day. Dirt that can alter your mindset, dirt that can alter your soul, dirt that can alter your thinking, can alter you, your, your purity. You used to see things a certain way. You used to see things in the right objective way. But then all because that dirt got into your eyes, all because that dirt got into your soul. Now your perspective has been compromised and now you're not as pure as you were prior to experiencing that dirt. Because I got news for you. Dirt comes in many forms as you get older. It's not just limited to the physical dirt that is on your skin. That's on your face. That's in the crevice of your knees. No, that's not the kind of dirt I'm talking about. Because you got to know, you got to understand that it's you and I that create that dirt. That dirt that you experience today, it's caused by you. And that dirt that you see is caused by me. And most importantly, the dirt that we experience today Is caused by us as people. Because you got to understand, dirt comes in many forms. Oh yeah, it comes in many forms, many facets. Dirt can come in the form of talking down on somebody. Dirt can come in the form of, you know, just trying to get one over on somebody. It can come in the form of some form of a horrible breakup. It can come in the form of You know, just some form of a disrespectful argument, a conversation that got heated and then it just went very south very quickly. But in essence, what I'm talking about when I say dirt, like, why are you talking about dirt? This is this is uh, not understanding where you're going with this, B, because in order for us as people to refuel our grit, there has to be a cleansing process. There has to be a cleansing process that we have to acknowledge, a cleansing process that we must acknowledge. 
And not only can we acknowledge the cleansing process, we must partake in that cleansing process each and every day. And what are we cleansing from? What I just talked about moments ago, dirt. How we disrespect each other every single day, dirt. How someone just cursed you out for whatever reason, whether if it was justified or not, dirt. Someone flicked you off on the highway. They let you know that you're number one, dirt. There was some infidelity going on in the marriage or infidelity going on in the the dating relationship, the exclusive dating relationship. There was some infidelity, dirt. There was some money laundering. There was some embezzlement going on, dirt. Whatever kind of trickery, whatever kind of deception you can think of, it's all considered dirt. And that, my friend, are just a few prime examples of dirt that we must cleanse ourselves from each and every day. Ah, but here's the kicker. Here's the kicker, though. You got to ask yourself this. Do you honestly think that you have the power to cleanse the dirt from you? Hmm? Do you really think that you and you alone have the power, have the know-how to cleanse all the dirt that you've encountered in your life? Do you feel that you have the, the ultimate strength, the ultimate power in knowing how to effectively and thoroughly and persistently clean, cleanse that dirt from head to toe? Really think about that. Because if you do, you might be able to, quote unquote, succeed for a while. But at some point, there's going to be more dirt that's going to show up. There's going to be more dirt that's going to show up in places of your body that you didn't even think of. There's going to be more speckets of dirt that are going to seep in. They're going to seep into the pores of your skin and you're not going to even know that it's there. Why? Because a lot of us, every single day, or at least a lot of days, I don't know who I'm talking to. But at the very least, I can safely say there's a lot of days where a lot of us as people, we've allowed dirt to seep into the pores of our veins, to seep into the pores of our skin. We've allowed that dirt to more importantly, or I should say more effectively in a negative manner we have allowed that dirt to get into our psyche we've allowed that dirt to get into our soul and when that dirt gets into your soul and it goes unchecked it goes uncleansed that's when mindsets begin to shift into more places that we didn't want to go to our mindsets begin to shift in locations and environments that perhaps we never dreamed of being in. That dirt takes us to places where we thought we would never go. But it's up to us in order to acknowledge the truth that if we want that dirt to be cleansed from our lives, it can't just be you that does the cleaning. It can't just be me that does the cleaning. It can't just be me that does the cleansing of the dirt. You see, 
you have to be able to allow the word truth to step in. You have to be able to understand and allow truth to step in and do the cleansing for you. Because when you can allow the truth to step in and do the cleansing for you, ah ha ha, that is a prime contributor for you, ma'am, for you, sir, to refueling your grit. Stop and think about that for a second. When you allow the word truth to step in, to intervene in your life and to do the cleansing for you, it'll make efforts far greater than the effort you could ever make on your own. Because you also got to understand that if you're going to try to do some cleansing on your own, at best, your efforts are only going to be that of a Band-Aid. That's it. it. Again, it might succeed for a while, but then guess what? It, it's, it's only going to be temporary. So you got to be able to allow the word truth to step in and do the cleansing for you. Mm-hmm. Now, you also got to remember that when it comes to the word truth, truth is not what you came up with. Truth is not what you concocted after you've been through X, Y, Z experiences. Truth is not what it is not limited to what you have endured. It is not limited to what you have experienced. It is not limited to what you have spoken of. Sure, that is a degree of truth, but that's not the totality of truth. That's not the fullness of truth. That is not thorough truth. The one truth you need to get set in your mind, the one truth you need to get settled in your heart is that truth lives whether you are here or not. Truth lives whether you exist or not. But because you exist, you have an opportunity to experience that truth. You have an opportunity to experience real truth. Truth that is bigger than you. Truth that will always outlast you. Truth that will always be here. Truth that will always be ready for you to embrace. Whether if you're ready to embrace that truth or not. These are the things that it takes. This type of understanding, this type of application in order for you, ma'am, in order for you, sir, to refuel your grit. You're going to have to allow truth to step in and do the cleansing for you. So if we move on to what's called free will, that's another aspect you've got to understand as well. Because we've we've all been taught growing up that we got to make right choices. We've got to make right decisions every single day, all the time, or at least as much as we can. We need to make the right decisions. We got to stray away from making the wrong decisions. Ah, but a lot of us, we get caught in the cheese. Every one of us at one time or another or multiple times, many times over, we, 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 we've been caught by the cheese. We allow the cheese to get us to the, in the mousetrap and we got snapped. We got clapped and we got snapped by the mousetrap that was filled with cheese. Because there have been many times in our lives where we've made, again, we, we have made wrong decisions. 
Because in the moment, it felt so good. It felt great. It felt exhilarating. It felt like uh, an adrenaline rush, whatever that decision was. Ah, but then time flew by and then uh, then we started eating the fruit of our decisions. Mm. And it didn't taste so good. It tasted like the fruit that we ate from those decisions. It tasted like it was expired milk that was left out in the sun for five extra days past its ex expiration date. Mm -hmm. That's called consequences. We all know what that tastes like. Figuratively speaking, when we eat the error of our ways, when we chew on and digest the error of our ways from wrong decisions that we've made. But on the flip side, if we experience the right side of the coin, if we experience applying the right decisions, ah, then that fruit tastes a little bit different, doesn't it? That fruit tastes a little bit sweeter, it tastes a little bit more brighter, and there's a little extra fresh kick to that fruit that we're consuming on. Mm-hmm. Now, you got to understand that when it comes to the wrong decisions and when it comes to the right decisions, there's always two words that's going to be in between both of those. And those two words are going to be well, those two words that I mentioned moments ago, free will. Mm hmm. Free will. Now, the thing about free will is that you and I, we have free will all day, all night, every single day. In the morning, we got free will. In the afternoon, we got free will. In the evening, we got free will. And late at night, we got free will. Now, the question we got to ask ourselves is, how much of the free will do we indulge in? Hmm. How much of the free will do we indulge in on a daily basis? Because even though free will is something that we have, the one thing about free will we got to understand is that we can do anything and everything that we want. But we also got to pay attention to this latter part of the statement and that everything that we do is not beneficial for us. Mm -hmm. We can say whatever we want to say. We can pop off at the mouth. We can do this. We can do that. We can say this. We can say that to any person put in front of us. But everything that we say, certain things that we say, they're not good for us. They're not beneficial for us. And they're certainly not beneficial for the next person. They're certainly not beneficial for the person that we're speaking to in a negative manner. They're certainly not beneficial towards that person or towards that group of individuals that is meant to be in a negative, disrespectful manner. It doesn't help them up. It doesn't lift them up and it doesn't lift yourself up. Mm. So that's where the, the bridge comes into play. That, and on that bridge reads the words free will. So every single day we stand in the middle of that bridge. We stand in the middle of that free will bridge. Which direction are we going to go? We're going to go in this direction, make the wrong decision, or we're going to go into the other direction. We're going to make the right decision. Every single day, we have that opportunity. And pretty much no one's going to force you to make a decision that you don't want to make. I'd like to believe that nine times out of ten, the decision's up to us. But if you want to be a person that truly refuels your grit, 
you got to understand that when it comes to the word grit, grit is a sharp word. Okay, you got to understand that there is nothing dull about the word grit. When you think when I think of the word grit, I think of a word that is sharp. I'm thinking that it's got thumbtacks. It's got nails. It's got all types of sharp objects. It's got a, it's got a, a knife, thumbtacks, nails and all kinds of sharp objects that are there to help cut the distractions out, to help pierce through. The negativity and the toxicity that should not be in our lives. In any kind of sharp object you want to talk about, name it, put it there, it's there. That's what grittiness is. Grittiness means that you are you are humbly a ruthless individual that you will do whatever it legitimately takes to persevere. To rise up, to stand up. And to fight for those things that you desire to have in your life in terms of purpose. Grittiness means the opposite of grittiness is dullness. So when you think about dullness, you think about, think about the, I want you to think about the letter U. When you think about the letter U and you turn it upside down, what do you got? Look at the look at the roundness, the rotundness of the bottom of the letter U. Is there anything sharp about that? No, there's nothing sharp about that. Because the more soft that you become, the more dull that you become. You're going to get so soft that next thing you know, you're going to be numb into making decisions that are not good for you. You're going to be numb into becoming like people around you that you shouldn't be like. Oh, and by the way, when I say that, it's not even that they have to be bad or evil people. It could just be people that that are not necessarily aligned with your purpose, your values and things like that. Not saying that you live on some sort of a mountain and you just only hang out and affiliate with those type of people. Of course, there are going to be days and times you're going to interact with different types of people. But in terms of in terms of intimacy, in terms of intimacy. In terms of intimacy, when it comes to people being around you, you want those type of people to be aligned with you in terms of purpose and values and people that will challenge you and push you. Because people of that stature, they help enhance your grittiness. Anything less, anything less than that, then you're just settling more and more for dullness. You're settling more and more for dullness. You're settling more and more for just becoming more and more soft. And you're like, B, why'd you say that? What do you mean soft? You got to look at the grand scheme of things. You got to look at the, the big ultimate perspective. Every single day is a day of purpose. And you know, when they say you got to have a sharp mind, that's what I'm talking about. When I'm talking about refueling your grit, I'm talking about renewing your mind. Because if they say if you want to have a sharp mind, then guess what? Your mind has got to be sharp and your mind cannot be the shape of the letter U. Your mind has got to be that of the letter V. And I'm not, and I'm not talking about a, a word that begins with a V. I'm talking about the letter V in itself. Think about the word. Uh, think about the letter V. It comes down to a point. 
You take your pen, you take a pencil, get out a sheet of paper, you draw the letter V, you start on the left side, boom, you draw that diagonal left line from, from diagonal left down to the bottom, boom, you got half of the letter. You take that pen, you take that paper, uh, you take that pen on that paper and you draw the other side of that V from the right side, boom, you draw it down. What do you got? You got that point at the end because the word, the letter V is sharp. Now, a word that just came to mind is victory. A word that just came to mind was victory. So if you want to stay sharp, you got to fight from victory. When you fight from victory, you know the kind of person that you really are. When you fight for victory, you kind of don't know who you are. You pretty much don't know who you are. You got to fight from victory. You got to fight from victory. If you want to stay sharp, you got to fight from victory. Every single day, you and me, we have the opportunity to wake up and fight from victory. But in order for us to, to do that, in order for us to partake in that, we have to keep our minds sharp by doing everything that I've talked about in this episode of the podcast. We have to be able to stand on that free will bridge. And as much as possible, we need to be making right decisions, right decisions. Now, now there are times and moments where we make the wrong decisions, but it'll be because of our ignorance. And I say ignorance in terms of, you know, lack of knowledge, not ignorance as in stupid. Sometimes we can be those type of people, too. Trust me, I know. I can tell you that I've had times where. Yeah, I made stupid, ignorant decisions, and then I eat the, the fruit of my ways. I eat the, the black, dark, negative fruit of my ways. And what it feels like on the inside is it feels like there's a, like a black hole there, and you don't want to go there. See, when you make the right decisions, you want to make the right decisions. So that way, on the inside, it feels like a, a bright light is shining on the inside of you. Mm-hmm. That's that feeling that you want to experience all the time. But it's not just about a feeling. It's not about it's not just about a feeling, because guess what? Feelings can fade away. Feelings are temporary. But what's forever is our ethics. What's forever is our values, our morals. That's what's forever. And so in order for us as people to refuel our grit. As best as we can, we need to allow that truth. To cleanse us from the inside out all the time. And we need to go into that right direction and make right decisions as best as we can. All right, so switching gears here a little bit. Why am I talking about all this? You got to understand. Why am I talking about dirt? I'm talking about free will. I'm talking about this cleansing process. First of all, you got to understand. 2022, look how advanced, look how far we've come. When it comes to getting some type of a job or some type of a business opportunity, now more than ever, it is, I will say, not just simple. It is extremely easy to get work. Whether if you have zero experience, little experience or a lot of experience. For some of you, it may take a long time or a longer time. For some of you, it may take a shorter time, depending on your level of experience and your level of hustle and your level of getting out there and getting it. But in essence, what I'm saying is in the good old U.S. of A., if you are a well-functioning human being and you have vehicle, you have transportation, you have a, a place to rest your head at and lay your head at every night. 
you have an opportunity to find work. I mean, you want you want to talk about starting a business. If you want to start a business now, it is easier more than ever to start a business. Pretty much any business that comes out now is online for the most part. Not saying that there's not other types of businesses that are uh, not online, but more or less, there are more online opportunities now more than ever. Think about think about banks. Think about how they're at least the banks that I've seen over the past few years. How there's really I mean, in some banks, yes, there's still tellers there. But then you go to other banks where there may used to be tellers. There, there's not as many tellers. There's not as much uh, tellers there anymore. There's not there are not as many tellers there anymore as there were years ago because they're being replaced by machines that can take your ATM deposits or ATM withdrawals or whatever kind of transaction you want to partake in. Advancement technology. Look at what's happening around today. So there's no excuse of why we can't find any type of work. Again, I know for some of us, it might take time. I mean, there might be some certain circumstances that are happening with some of us. I get you. I feel you. There might be certain things going on that may be hindering us from doing such things. Got you covered. I understand that. And then there's all types of other stuff going on. We we have all types of opportunities coming at our way. We got text messages and emails and opportunities and dating and people and this and people of that and friendships and uh, calls and work and uh, recreation and fun and this and that and TV shows and series and movies and haters and lovers and acquaintances and everybody in between. You got church and you got life and you got whatever it is that you do in your downtime, whatever you do in your public time, everything that's involved with life. You got everything going on. So I, I say all that to say we have to be people that know how to dictate our lives in terms of knowing when to step into the wilderness. We got to be people that step into the wilderness. I don't care if it's for two minutes or two hours. We got to be able to find our quiet zone. We have to we have to be able to find our quiet altar and step into that wilderness and be able to breathe and be able to think, be able to empty ourselves. That's what a lot of us are not doing. A lot of us are not emptying ourselves. I, moments ago, I said that I, when there are days when I didn't empty myself or didn't feel like emptying myself, it's almost like I was carrying garbage around me. It's like I was carrying dirt around me. So I urge you, you got you to gotta empty yourself every single day, multiple times a day. Because if you don't empty yourself, you're going to smell like garbage at some point, just straight up. You're going to smell like garbage in terms of you're going to flip out on somebody. You're going to curse out somebody. You're going to be short with somebody. You're going to be irritated, aggravated with somebody. And then, you know, and plus some of the ladies out there. Yes, I'm going to say this. And some of you ladies, it's going to be aunt flow season. And you're going to and, and on top of that, you're going to be aggravated. You're going to be irritated with someone. Yes, I said it. Yes, I said it. You're going to be agitated even with aunt flow. Right. OK. And maybe some of you guys, too. I don't know. I'm not saying, you know, maybe you guys act like you got on flow. Right. But my point is, if we don't take the time to distance ourselves and detox as many times as we need to and to empty ourselves and allow truth to fill us up and refill us up, 
then and only then, then we can come back into the world and we can reapproach the world with a new fresh set of eyes. A new fresh set of eyes, not necessarily your physical eyes, but the eyes of your heart. The eyes of your heart. When you have a fresh perspective from the eyes of your heart, and you can look at the world through the eyes of your heart and as cleansed of a manner as you can as possible. Oh, man, you start seeing things in a different perspective. You'll understand that this world, it's upside down. You'll understand that the last are first. You'll understand that you got to be a person that you serve the least, you serve the middle, and you serve the greatest. You serve them all. When you understand things like that, for example, it helps you to have a more gentler perspective. It helps you to have a more easy breezy perspective it ha- it, it, it has you a, it, it gives you a more uh, divine paradise type of perspective and then you say to yourself you know what the things that i thought mattered they really don't matter that much anymore the things that i was tripping on they really don't they really don't matter that much anymore oh well, you know some of us oh when i complain about my order from some restaurant it really doesn't matter that much anymore and that that guy I used to date or that woman I used to date, it really doesn't matter that much anymore. Yeah, straight up. I mean, if it was a failed relationship, yeah, you learn from it. But, you know, it's just other that other than what you learn didn't mean that much in the grand scheme of things. In order for us to be people of purpose, you got to refuel your grit. You got to understand that. The air is, I don't know about y'all, but there's a little more pressure in the air. There's a little more pressure in the air. It's getting a little airtight. Okay. Look at the things that are, that are happening over the years. Obviously the C-19. How many of us have said, I wish it would go back to normal. I wish it would go back to normal. I got newsflash for you in case you don't know, it will not go back to normal. <laughs> it will not go back to normal. Please digest that. Get it into your spirit. It will never go back to normal. And by the way, what is normal for you? I mean, it's not really for you to answer. It's like just, you know, create a new normal. I challenge you to do that. Create a new normal. Matter of fact, create an abnormal. Create an abnormal. Create an anomaly. Because when you're normal, let's just be honest, it's just it's boring, it's bland, and it's whack. And it makes you soft. It makes you soft if you're just craving for normal. I'm just saying this in love, straight up. It's 2022. It's time for us to be sharp. And when the reason why I say sharp is because, like I say, we gotta you, we gotta act like we are those sharp objects and tear through those distractions. And when I when I say what I'm saying, I'm not saying be disrespectful. I'm not saying be rude. I'm not saying you know, uh, just, you know, verbally cut people's heads off, so to speak. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like really stand up, find out who you are. If you don't know who you are. And then once you find out uh, more, the more of the essence of who you are and who you're becoming, then you start to move and operate in that. And guess what? At some point, People are going to notice that and they're going to take heed to that as well. Your words are going to carry that much more weight. Your words are going to be that much more heavyweight. Your words are going to be heavier than that of a heavyweight championship match in a boxing match. 
Yeah, that's how much your words are going to carry weight when you start being a man, when you start being a woman of responsibility, when you start being a man and a woman of purpose. And you start moving in that purpose and you start understanding that refueling your grit. It's it's all about uh, deposits and withdrawals and withdrawals and deposits, deposits and withdrawals and withdrawals and deposits, deposits and withdrawals and withdrawals and deposits. Take things slow. Don't be fast about stuff. You ain't got to be at every single recreational event. Take time for you. Don't de- don't have that default thinking. I'm, I'm going to start saying this fr- uh, pretty frequently. And, and, you know, whatever a person thinks after that, that's on them. Don't be a person that has the default thinking that, oh, it's the weekend. I got to be around people. I got to hang out with people. No, 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 no. Some of those times, I'm not going to be your daddy. I'm not going to be your mommy. Yes, I said that too. I'm not going to be your parent and say, oh, you should do it on this day at this time. But I am going to challenge you. That take some of those weekends just for you. Why would you not spend more time getting to know who you are and the rubies and the gems that have been deposited on the inside of you? Why would you not take time to explore that? Why not? Even even if you have good friends, even if you have great friends, why would you not spend more time getting to know you? Why would you not spend more time get investing in yourself? But BDB, I do spend time with myself. I do invest in myself. Okay, that's great. I'm not asking for a knee hiccup jerk reaction. I'm asking for whatever you're doing, put more time in the game. Put more skin in the game on it. Spend more time refueling your grit. Spend more time emptying yourself spend more time getting healed because guess what if we're not getting healed man we're just crapping on each other let's just just flat out man we're crapping on each other we're we're crapping on each other we're farting on each other we're being disrespectful towards one another we're saying hateful mean words towards one another we're being like without even realizing it we're getting up we're, we're, we're spouting off these unhealed and i don't like to use this word these unhealed vibes towards one another and I'm not saying all the time. I'm just saying there are moments where we're perhaps doing this. OK, so when we take this extra time in doing these things. We really become we really become steps and steps closer to becoming the ultimate us becoming the ultimate you. It's going to be real. This this episode, it ain't for the faint of heart. It ain't for the faint of heart. It's not for the elementary. It's not for the high school. This is not even for the college. This is like grown, like grown folks for real, for real, for real, for real. And I know that some people listen there may not fully understand where I'm coming from, what I'm saying when I say what I'm saying. But you got to understand the times of what's going on around you. It's time for some of us to enlarge our tent. It's time for us to some of us to enlarge our thinking. Because there's mental warfare going on out here. Mental warfare. That's, that's, that's what a lot of it is. So if we can discern when, um, you know, for example, like I was talking about earlier, if someone's trying to gaslight you, someone's trying to troll you, someone's trying to manipulate you or anything like that, that's more so a lot of things what's going on. Yes, there's violence. There's physical violence that is unfortunately happening. There's a, uh, unfortunate killings that are happening as well. But even with that, there's more so a lot of manipulation and deceit and, and deception and a lot of that going on in different types of ways at different levels with different types of people. So that's why I'm saying everything that I'm saying, we got to empty ourselves and then get our minds refilled with that objective truth that I was talking about earlier. 
And but by the way, that objective truth that does the cleansing for you, you will never. First of all, let me say this. You will never do all the cleansing on your own. You will never finish all the cleansing on your own. And when it comes to the truth that 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 objective truth. The truth, that objective truth that does the cleansing for you is always perfect. It's always clean. It's always on point. But you have to be able to cross that free will bridge to the right side to allow that truth to objectively do the cleansing within you. You have to you have to collaborate with that objective truth in order for that cleansing to take place. Because if you don't collaborate with that objective truth, you're just going to be the proverbial dog running around in circles, chasing its tail, hoping that one day that you'll that you'll bite that tail or that you'll get a hold of that tail, whatever it is you're trying to do with that tail. Or you're going to be like that proverbial hamster that runs in that cage, just keeps running and 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 gunning and running and gunning. Your leg is going to get tired and you're going to do things like like example of what I'm talking about. You may you might have some type of a horrible breakup. You think the answer might be, oh, well, let me get back into another relationship. No, that's not the answer. That's not the answer. I know a huge part of the answer is you need to be by yourself for a while, get healed, or at least be on the path to healing. At least search and look for some form of a healing. And and you know what I'm saying? Don't even be don't even be worrying about dating for a season if that is you. Don't hop and get back into another relationship. That's not how it works. I don't care if it's just, oh, I'm interested in this guy, I'm interested in that girl. No, like take time for yourself. That's that's an example of what I'm talking about when I say being a hamster that's running a cage. You just you in the same old, same old. You think your efforts going to work. You think it's going to get somewhere, but it's not. You have to be a person that at some point you got to have that aha moment. Got to have that come to Jesus moment where you say, you know what? OK, I got to I got to lay everything down and I need to change my ways of doing certain things. OK, so refueling your grit the more that we can refuel our grit, a.k.a. the more that we renew our minds, but I'm going to say refuel our grit, that means that we're going to have to persevere. It's not going to come easy. We're going to have to persevere in order for our minds to become sharper and sharper. If there's a time and moment where we have to rest, rest if you, rest if you must, but get back on that horse. Get back on that horse and ride on your path of perseverance to having the sharpest mind that you can acquire. Once you can understand that, there's nothing you can't do and there's nothing that you can't accomplish. These are things you're going to have to continue to remind yourself. You're going to have to literally perhaps talk out loud to yourself. You're going to have to do a lot of self-talk. I'm going to be real. I, I find myself doing a lot of self-talk now more than ever. I got to talk to myself daily. I got to pump myself up daily. If I don't talk, if I don't talk to myself, if I don't pump myself up, I notice a difference. I notice there's a like, there's an internal decline within me. So I got to talk to myself. I got to pump myself up. I got to say what I got to say to get myself hyped up. So you got to understand that these everything that I'm saying, the culmination of what I'm saying is going to be very important for these times that we're living in. Because straight up, we can't be soft. 
we can't be soft. We can't just think just on every day, free will, easy type of day. Oh, it's sunny outside. Oh, let's go out and play. This, that, and the other. Okay. Uh, you know, if you've earned it, great. But if not, no. Like, like we need to, we need to be people that really are mindful of these things. Because when we, when we become mindful of these things, uh, we become steps and steps closer of becoming the ultimate you and I get steps and steps closer to becoming the ultimate me. All right, all right, all right, y'all. I appreciate y'all rock with me to the very end of this episode of the Ultimate You podcast. Y'all are greatly appreciated. So I am here to let you know, if you have not picked up a copy of my solo debut book entitled Vision of an Athlete, I would encourage you to go to Amazon.com and get your copy today. So what are we talking about when we say Vision of an Athlete? Because it's, it's more than just about drinking the right drinks. It's more than just about eating the right foods. My question to you is, do you have vision when it comes to being an athlete? See, it's more than just about how many times you show up at the gym or how many workouts you do. But do you have long lasting vision or better yet, do you have eternal vision? Because in that book, I unpack what real vision looks like and what a real athlete is supposed to look like. And when I say athlete, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be from an athletic background. You don't have to be from a sports family. It doesn't matter what kind of family you've grown up from. I'm here to tell you that no matter who you are, as long as you are breathing, you are an athlete, whether you realize it or not. And if you pick up my copy of the book, I will help you realize the athlete that you were created to be. So again, it's Vision of an Athlete. Go to Amazon.com and order your copy today.